Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 34 for Monday, April 27th, 2020. My name is Chris. And my name is John. This week on the show, we review new albums from Westside Gun, Amber Lucid, and Serengeti. Yeah. Welcome back. Indeed. Thanks for joining us again. Hope you're still alive out there. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> At least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you are, yes. And uh, welcome to episode 34. Wow. Mm. It came about fast. It did. 34, eh? 34 That's episodes. A, a big wow. number. Indeed. Anyway, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Aside from disease and death and depression mm. um no nothing really <laughs> how about you no that's about it i mean i don't know i'm kind of just you know i'm kind of getting over the whole thing <laughs> yeah i'm trying i think i am i'm trying to stay away from the news because you know what's there going to be apart from i mean that's that that's literally what it was like i was obsessively like checking yeah. the news wake up first thing check the news what's happening and then i i decided i'm just going to not bother anymore and then suddenly I don't care <laughs> yeah. that much. I think that's the... That's I mean, not that I don't yeah. care, but, exactly. you know... As long as you're staying safe, what else can you do? You can't, like, tell everyone else to be safe. They're going to do the things they're going to do anyway. They're going to be foolish. And yeah. There's no point worrying about that's it. That's the thing. Like I said, went out on dumb, Sunday dumb dumb. Yeah. Went for a walk with the girl. And uh, just tons of people everywhere. McDonald's completely... Car park. There's no space. Massive queue of drive-through, but also every available space in the car park was taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yoshinoya beef bowl, which they do have in America, weirdly. Also, tiny little place, tiny little crap restaurant, completely wall-to-wall full of old men. Um, you know, every supermarket, yeah. every drugstore, every cafe of any kind absolutely full of people what maybe, are you going to do maybe they don't have access to televisions and internet they have no idea what's happening maybe. right now <laughs> somehow they have no idea i wouldn't be surprised if there are some people here who are I, actually in be. that position there must be who have no idea what's going on i just wonder why everyone's wearing masks yeah it's like, <laughs> why the supermarkets hello. have put up like plastic sheets around yeah there already are some dumb people yeah so you know what are you gonna do i feel exactly. like i feel like if i was gonna get it i would have got it i probably already got it by now so yeah that's my philosophy now i think so now you know you're avoiding you're not seeing anyone besides the people you have to see yep and that you know what else can you do that's it yeah that's it so and uh officially no new cases here for Seven days, so uh, must be going away. Must be gone. Maybe we just we just we just beat it. We beat the yeah. coronavirus. We we beat the coronavirus here by doing nothing and maybe it's to not, beat it. And it's not because all the hospital beds are already taken. No, it's it's because everyone just kept going out and do whatever they want all the time. And the coronavirus just gave up. We should spread the word. That's how you beat it. You just go out and do your shit. Coronavirus was like, Come on, you guys. Yeah. Come and get me. 
<laughs> it's like just didn't we're not in fear it's like yeah. uh, if you're not scared of it, it it disappears yeah it doesn't exist if you don't believe it's like in an it. imaginary monster <laughs> exactly yeah maybe that's it anyway how about those um those great uh performances yeah well this week has brought us <laughs> a couple of tremendous performances yeah and i think we should start with this one okay from the uh, early 2000s legends puddle of mud oh impressively awful my f I don't know what my favorite part of the video is I mean it could be the rest of the band looking amazingly uncomfortable yeah especially the bassist who's really looking like he just would you'd rather be convicted of child pornography <laughs> than, <laughs> than, be, than be in that yeah. room in that moment <laughs> exactly but his face when he's trying yeah. to mimic this Kurt Cobain performance like oh, like with his teeth out like, <laughs> like he looks like a South Park character like Cartman right? like he looks like a different character he looks like I oh, forgot okay. the name not, of the character though, the but, voice of Cartman but he does sound like Cartman yeah. yeah like I I get that that's how like Kurt Cobain sang and stuff but why would you try and mimic it like that that's right like you know it's like I don't know there's so many it's there's so many singers with very distinctive ways of singing but if you try and mimic them exactly you yep. just sound like a fucking idiot like the, the reason it works is because it's them it's like he's having a stroke it, it's terrible yeah terrible <laughs> not like I, you should expect more from Puddle of Mud of course that's right how the fuck are Puddle of Mud still a band how are they still how getting they, into the serious XM How were they ever studios? a band? You know, a lot of those groups from back then. Do you know the story of Puddle of Mud at all? So Puddle of Mud were a band from Florida, I believe. Yeah. And Fred Durst, the singer from Limp Bizkit, was given a cushy role at Interscope Records where he could sign people okay. as sort of like a, I don't know, what would you call it? Like an A&R guy, I oh, guess. Okay. And he signed that band, but told the singer, like, your band sucks, so you should fire them all and just hire a bunch of new competent musicians. Oh, really? And with all the loyalty and years of camaraderie built up of through that friendship of making it as a band, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah. just the singer was left? Just the singer was left. Oh, gee, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. What a great guy he is. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I don't know what happened to those uh, original members of Puddle of Mud, but at least you guys weren't in Puddle of Mud. 
They, yeah, <laughs> maybe they got into proper proper careers like without the shame. <laughs> maybe I I know they were a big band for a while, but fuck off! How the hell are they still getting in the serious XM studios to perform these songs? Oh yeah, I know. Like just so let what, any what's hobo. up with all this Nirvana stuff as well? Oh, Post Malone also did his oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. two-hour tribute to Nirvana, apparently. Is it, is it some kind of like a memory, uh, anniversary of uh, no. Nirvana forming or Kurt Cobain's death or something? It's not, is it? No. I is mean, it 20 no. years since he died or something? No, he died in 94. Yeah, it wouldn't be, that, wouldn't be that, would it? Still got a few years, years left. Bizarre. Yeah. How about that other one? Um, what's the name? Oh, Miley Cyrus Miley from Cyrus, from yeah. Saturday Night Live. Cyrus this daughter. past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. That's, uh, speaking of murdering good songs, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> let's have a look at that one too. deal is with like since yeah. Saturday Night Live started doing these like at home ones like the first episode was Chris Martin doing just a tediously boring cover of Bob Dylan I forgot which song it was it's from the Blood on the Tracks album he just made it so insufferably long and boring I just think that why can't they just perform their own songs like, exactly don't you have any songs that mean anything yeah and well maybe that's it maybe they don't <laughs> they got nothing good to play so. I'm sure Chris Martin must have some songs yeah, that he thinks he count does. for something here um, but it just, just why Why the worst the you know the, when you think about the best covers yeah like you know what do they do like they take the song and they, they improve upon it or they, they at least put their own spin on it That's or something right. Let's this, think of let's say a few good examples. I mean, Jimi Hendrix is all on the watch. Obviously, obviously, greatest cover of all Chromatics time. running up that hill, or um, what's it called? Uh, blue into uh, the into the black into the black something yeah. like that. Um, no, <laughs> it's kind of limited as a two there, but but I mean you know um yeah no I mean without really I mean I I still think Billy Corgan's cover of Landslide is a great cover yeah yeah, yeah. I, I still prefer his version personally I know you don't but yeah. I still think his version is oh, it's very better good. than the original no, I, that, I mean I understand that I mean at least it's, it's excellent and <clears throat> but one thing I don't know like especially a song like this like this or Landslide or the Neil Young ones or whatever mm. They're not big songs, right? So unless you're going to completely reinvent them like Hendrix did, then why are you going to, like, so I'm going to take this slow song, this deep song, I'm just going to sing as big and as loud and 
That's right. You like just, you just ruined the whole ambiance. As affected of the song. as possible. Yeah, like it. it's like Catherine Hepburn singing this song or something. Yeah. Did they get you to change? <laughs> it's like, awful, yeah. Just calm down. Just sing it nicely. You don't need to put your vocal quirks all over it. Maybe she's your cha- flourishes. She's, she's channeling the 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 sadness of the coronavirus. And, and the, she's the, the, not. The, you know. And I was just saying, maybe she's, that's what she's thinking. She doesn't even know, know what the song is about. I bet. I don't think she does. I bet she hasn't even heard it. And they'll probably, probably even know who, who sang it. I bet it. you, like on <laughs> Friday, they were like, "Hey, Miley, do you want to do a song for us?" Like, yeah, I'll do that. And then asking for do you know, guys know any good songs for this? <laughs> Probably asking her dad. Yeah. Why don't you do achy breaky heart? Oh God, please don't. <laughs> it's awful. What's that going? Don't break, don't my, break heart. my heart. My achy breaky heart. heart. <laughs> I just <laughs> can't stand to understand. Oh God, I hated that so much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the what's the worst thing that came out of Billy Cyrus like that song or Or his fucking whore daughter (laughs) yeah I was gonna say probably the daughter Uh, sorry sorry girl that's how it is she's a street rat (laughs) she's a millionaire street rat oh that's amazing Mm. Uh, no offense to all you big Miley fans out there but yeah you have bad taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that sucked. <laughs> how? How about something that didn't suck so much? Are we talking about the final, finally, the reunion we've always been waiting for? Yeah. The reunion of the new kids on the block. Certainly am. Dragging in some of their buds. Yeah. Boys to men. Naughty by nature. What else can you... Amongst oh. others. I mean, it's, it's quite a, quite an amazing thing, really. It is. If anything good came from this coronavirus, it's that new kids on the black. New kids on the block. Even. <laughs> did you say black? I did. <laughs> new black kids <laughs> on the block. New kids on the block finally released a new song yep. in 2020. And it's pretty good. The best of times. Turn it up. Declare this officially the most successful uh, coronavirus-themed song. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, definitely. It beats um, who was it again? Cardi B's remix. Was well, not her. Yeah, she didn't. But you know it. what I mean. And other oh, rap one was pretty good, I guess. 
but this this is amazing really mm. this uh you gotta do what you do oh uh, <laughs> you jump do on, what you can jump on jv yes Ooh, is bad. quite a little bit more successful than that oh yeah did you see that video john doing that song for a bunch of elementary kids oh, i didn't have the uh, didn't put myself through that one oh. was it bad oh it was terrible and the kids looked really confused because when you're a seven-year-old child and this 59-year-old man <laughs> is sitting in his house badly singing a song to you on the acoustic guitar, it's got to be kind of confusing. Yeah. Right? I mean... Maybe the parents are like, hey, kids, smile. Smile for the camera. They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's John Bon Jovi, like, what? Are we from there? Who's there? Yeah. Like your grandma used to love him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give it a shot. Anyway. Yeah. But this anyway. song's great. New Kids on the Block. Yeah, good for them, eh? It's actually quite fun. And the video is fun. fun. The first video is, yeah. Very nice. Very up uplifting. Pretty catchy. Yeah. I hope this is the, the sparks a huge comeback for the New Kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those unfortunate names that I. New kids on the block. <laughs> yeah. Some of them looking real old. They're no real leathery. Fifties, I guess. At least I would think some yeah. of them. Late forties or fifties. Are they all there? Are they all in the video? I I, I only really noticed a couple them. of them. Then like just tons of guys from Naughty by Nature, <laughs> Boys to Men. That's right. Yeah. But you know, good on you guys. Definitely. Get your new kids on the block, stay home, house party t-shirts. I too. actually won that. It's yeah. pretty cool. We have a cut to McDonald's in that, that packed McDonald's <laughs> wearing that. Like, yeah, stay home. <laughs> in Japan, anyway. <laughs> like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I've noticed here, yeah. just before we get into our reviews, is that people seem to be avoiding the bigger places, like the bigger supermarkets or shopping malls. People are not going there as much. Instead, they're going to the smaller, <laughs> tighter places and cramming in there. <laughs> I don't get it. No. That's so weird. You know what I do? I go to supermarket at like 11 p.m. now. There's no one there. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I usually go... Just avoid any everyone. Fucking early or late... You've seen these screens they have in front of the cashier, like this like, yeah, vi yeah. vinyl screens. Well, it's to, to defend them from <laughs> sick people <laughs> crowding every week. Still touching everywhere. it though, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, back to reality, eh? What song was it? What's that? Was not was, was it? No. Back to reality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back, back to reality. reality. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what doesn't suck is our first review this week. Sure. And that comes from Westside Gun. Excellent. With his new album, Pray for Paris. Let's give that a poke. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Change right. Six Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. My chick chick, yeah. Uh, my chick chick, yeah. Uh, maybe chick chick, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's been a long time since I tasted working at hot plate, cooking in my homeboy basement. And Lambo knocked the coke off the table, that nigga wasted. I showed him the new straps, the AK with the green laser. I'm on some street shit, my baby mama tweet shit. Disturb up my haters, I'm like, why she wanna stick me for my paper? But fuck it, that's life, it's what you make it. One day you gon' meet your maker, Kobe died. I swear a nigga might cry when I watch the Lakers day. All our mamas would watch us, boy, we was neighbors But how you look a nigga mom in the face When you shot a baby, I got skeletons in my closet Right next to Balenciaga Call me Fred DiBiase Garage is a million dollars, my naga Yeah, it was just the way that God be playing this shit That was $500 answers there by Westside Gun Featuring Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano Two underground kings, two legends and I guess Westside Gun is kind of carving out a path for himself as a kind of one of the new underground kings. Yeah. Although he is, I, I guess, signed to Rock Nation now and, and involved with Jay Z and those guys. So things are looking up. I think you'd have to draw me like a like a family tree of all these artists and and, and label stuff. It's just so confusing. All these and these names as well. Like I never heard of Westside Gun before. But um, just it's just so confusing, really. Oh, it is though. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been kind of a fan of the the Griselda crew and Westside Gun in particular for a few years now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think the first time I really paid attention to him was when he did the Griselda Ghost album with uh, internet comedian turned really good underground producer Big Ghost Limited. Okay. Who was mostly famous for doing rev- like scathing reviews of like drake and big sean online in the voice of ghostface killer and then somehow turned that into like a successful career and now he's a great producer and doing a lot of great production work including mm-hmm. an album he did with west side gun yeah and um since then he's kind of been on the radar it's uh, i mean he definitely kind of has, speaking of ghostface killer he definitely has a very similar vocal style i think and delivery as ghostface killer does and also rock marciano who's on that song there oh yeah but um he definitely has his his thing the pro wrestling thing the <laughs> yeah the, that's funny the the i mean it was we were reading the pitchfork review for this a little bit and they they were basically the review kind of implies that he suddenly since he hooked up with rock nation kind of made this switch to like and, and Virgil Abloh used his one of his songs during the off-white um, like fashion week runway show last year I guess yeah like he suddenly made this switch to this like high art like re- music as art c- concept he's always been about that okay. this is not a <laughs> new thing for him at all oh, yeah. it has always been that his idea of these like cocaine stories and gun violence and pro wrestling is somehow like this high art version <laughs> of, of hip-hop that yeah. you know and that, that that he's not just making music he's making timeless art he, he's always been on that yeah so i don't know you know pitchfork uh. That's what happens when you sell the company to a gigantic media conglomerate and all your good writers leave and then you hire a bunch of 19-year-old girls. There you go. 
that's kind of what happens there. They lose all that, all that skill, um, skill information, base. and information yeah. reviews. Basically, became like a badly constructed history of the artist. So you can go, see, we knew about them, because right. that's basically what Pitchfork has become now. We've never reviewed them, but we knew about. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I yeah, I I think you know, it, it it there's nothing new here. Like there isn't. This Music is his. Demon? Like this oh, his is style. his style. Okay. It's little pro wrestling clips and references, which always been part of his shtick, and and that definitely takes me back. Love that million dollar man clip about making the million dollar belt. My uh, belt needs eight thousand. Oh, that was from the. That was wrestling. Ted DiBiase. That was hilarious. The, the I love that video. Million dollar man. That was okay. from like the eighties. Like I, I, I like remember that. I remember that clip when oh, I was really? a little boy. I remember watching it on like WWF superstars. Yeah. So it was such a nostalgic trip. Of course, it was called WWF back then, wasn't it? It was. WWE. Yeah, and like there's the Shawn Michaels clip about how he's yeah. not a good singer. Yeah, and, yeah, and also right. one song is called Shawn, Shawn. Shawn versus Flair, which is a Flair versus Shawn, perhaps, which is. Uh, Oh, Sean versus Flair. Yeah, like the 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 little kid in me loves all that stuff because mm-hmm. I loved all that stuff back then. Um, I I I think if there's any criticism for me, it's that we would be a lack of variety in the tone. The the, the beats are all pretty similar. The beats the, are very similar. Yeah, the themes are all as expected. Cocaine, high fashion. Violence, <laughs> pro wrestling, gun totting, yeah, crack cocaine, um, sellers, but you know, it for sure he's giving his fan base what they want. They do not want him to do like a, a Yeezus or uh, they don't want him to do a dance album or, or make some super commercial garbage like Eminem did. Yeah, they want him to stick to this grimy, gritty, like ignorance of just. This is what it is. Co- cooking cocaine, shooting people, buying expensive stuff. That's what they want. <laughs> and I'm totally cool with that. Gangster hip hop. Yeah? I mean, it? it is, but yeah, it, it's gangster style. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. But it, it's so much more like authentic in that way, I think. But yeah, that's his style. But I will say that I think some of these songs work better out of context like if you just listen to the songs later individually some of the songs are much better than they feel in the flow of the album interesting because it kind of blends together up to a certain point yeah so what do you think yeah i mean um i really enjoyed this basically um has this kind of like old school more like Hip hop gangster style sort of sound to it. I love. I love the sort of. Um, do you call them boom bap drums? I read. Boom bap. Boom bap uh, is like doom, ch, boom boom boom. Ch, Isn't it boom like that? Ch. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. definitely that kind of that like, kind of production style from that era. I think like, like Boogie Down Productions and KRS One. They kind of started that whole boom ah, bap. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Sorry. You have to. You have to write this down for me someday. <laughs> yeah. And again, I, I guess the production is relatively simple. It's not like layers and layers of. Yeah, you know, production which I kind of like. I, I I I do too. To me, this is very like late '90s, early 2000s, like underground hip hop, like where they would just take a very like a great soul sample, but they're not doing mm. it much with it. They're not. 
Yeah, that's right. They're not like layering it and, and warping it. or yeah. ch- It's just like, here's a great sample and here's some good drums. And that's right. I like start that. Start spitting reps. That's right. That's what it is. Like, like just some like soulful piano loop or some yeah. strings. And that's some I guess, flute or something. I think I wrote down here. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. And um, that kind of brings the rapping out to the forefront. Totally. Yeah. Right? yeah. That it's, that's the focus, you know. I mean, obviously the the beat, the drums are there and everything, but like really, it's focused on the rapping and it's and it's very good for the most part. Oh, I very think. good! And there's some great yeah. guest appearances on yeah, this album yeah, too. Yeah. Which Who got, have we got? Well, we got Tyler the Creator, which yeah. is you know at this point Tyler's a, a superstar. So just to get Tyler on your album is kind of a big deal. We've got Joey Badass, Benny um, the Butcher, Benny the Butcher is part of um, oh um, okay. Westside Guns crew. Okay. Uh, but we got, you know, we mentioned Rock Marciano and Freddie Gibbs there. They're Billy on that song. Esco. Billy Esco. Billy Esco singing the hook on that song. I think oh, okay. he's the singer, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you got some underground kings here. Rock Marciano is kind of like one of the kings of this style and, and never sold out, never did anything different. And uh, he's, uh, he's really low key one of the greatest ever, I think. Yeah. Never a mainstream name, but figured out how to make, I guess, a lot of success just as an underground artist who never gave up what he wanted to do. I guess Freddie Gibbs obviously was part of those Mad Lib albums, Bandana and Piñata, and just a, an amazing rapper. And I, I mean, that that's the only thing I think when you get guests like this, yeah, like $500 Ounces is my favorite song on the album. And I think West Side Guns verse is great, but it's last. I'd say when you've had two like absolute like masters come before you on your own album, you sound kind of yeah, like an I afterthought. Gonna, right? I was going like, to say that like West Side Guns, what's his name again? Uh, real name, Alvin Lamar Worthy. Like he sort of gets sort of left behind in a way. Like the others are just overpowering. Like at times, for sure. Like almost anyone would in that situation. Yeah. But it's like it do is a think, weird thing. Do when... you think his voice sounds a bit like a younger Jay Z, West Side Gun? I mean, no. I mean, to me, he's he's, he's more like Ghostface Killer. Okay, or, I guess I'm not familiar with Ghostface Killer. Or Rock so Marciano. Okay. I mean, he's definitely it. It is more that sort of. I mean, he's from. From where, where are they from? <laughs> They're from Chicago, right? I think Chicago. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely more of like a New York style. Okay. I think. East but, Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's only not like Chance the Rapper or Kanye is a, a common. Yeah. I would say like a, a negative, like uh, as much as I do like some of the da 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 boom 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 gets a bit much. The ad like, libs. Ad libs like on uh, Versace and uh, the last track, I think. Le. Uh, which is bizarre it has a f- tap dancing in that song the tap I've dancing never, thing is from the, the Virgil ab- like when when he did the when Virgil used his music in the off-white fashion mm. week show he had these models obviously coming out to West Side Guns music but also mm. he had some guy tap dancing okay and it I I don't think it worked at all. I don't, whatever the point was, it did not work. Yeah. But for some reason, West Side Gun decided to go with that. Obviously, Virgil, Virgil is the, the uh, creative director of Louis Vuitton now. And of course, owns Off-White. He was original, originally Kanye's stylist. 
like his personal stylist mm-hmm. who just was in his entourage for years and then mm-hmm. kind of broke out. He did the cover art for oh, this yeah. album. Okay. I'm with you now. Yeah. And he also plays a huge role in another review this week, which is kind mm-hmm. of interesting. He's a big he, big part of the story. Yeah. Of uh our third review this week. Yeah. So big week for Virgil. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um what other uh, what other tracks did you like on this? Um I mean I, I think I, I think three two seven mm. is really, really good with Tyler and Joey Badass and Billy I like Esco that one, there. Yeah. And then you said Versace. I to be I, I think Versace has beautiful production and, sure. and the last verse in particular is quite touching. <laughs> but I was laughing my ass when we just right. Exactly. Like over this like just beautiful like production this beautiful sample and this like sort of heartfelt lyrics and did you need the machine gun there but but i, I really like this song. that I, is that is a uh, west side gun doing that right? I, I guess those are his yeah. ad libs yeah, yeah. But, do you want to should we pop on a bit of a sample maybe a 327 or something yeah like we could do that for sure cool <laughs> I swear Paris will be pray for Unrelease all flight to the ankles I'm in them places that you can't go Don't see me go in the same road I swear Paris will be pray for I need Casablanca by the caseload in the mangoes I'm a model now, baby, got the face for it Runway in my coke fashion. Anybody more for toe tagging? My 327 was blessings, leather for torn vests. Keep a loaded firearm and Mercedes arm vests. Lost stressing. 22 in grades, 25 left in the cage. I told him, hold your head, it's worse in the grave. I threw coke in the pot, washed it, bloom vests, doing consumed. He stole the wave and had a light and dope spoon. And it's out on 327 there. Very nice. Lovely sample. Yeah, I, I really like the... I assume it's something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I really like the uh, keyboard that... What's it? It's like a Wurlitzer or... I forget what it's called. Anyway. Not a harpsichord, is it? No. no. <laughs> there was one track with that on it, I think. Something like that. But yeah. Anyway. Good song. Definitely. Um, the name drops there. Um, yeah. So... So... I mean, I, I think that's that's probably about it for me, to be honest, as far as my my opinions go. Mm. Um, yeah, like I, I said before, I think $500 Ounce is my favorite song. I really like 327. I do really like Versace, despite the machine gun ad-libs. I love uh, George Bondo as well. I love the, the rhyming and phrasing of, uh, I assume that's uh, Benny the Butcher's verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of bad points on it. Um, I'm not a massive fan of party with pop smoke, and ah, uh, oh, okay, track twelve. That's Tyler Crater produced. He did, one. but it doesn't. It doesn't really sound finished to me. Okay, and well, I think uh, the album was pretty much made in a few months. I, I, from what I yeah. gathered, it was like he started uh, writing things down. In January, after that Paris Fashion Week thing, yeah, 
That's why you got some ideas for some of the songs. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of references to that. Yeah, that's true. Right. So I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty done in a hurry, I guess. And like French toast, I like French toast, but the hook is awful, and it's it just uh. like his singing is terrible, and it does kind of mm. spoil the song a tad. I, I saw some negative response to the Claiborne kick thing, where he was like. Um, Claiborne, okay. Claiborne kick where he he sort of like uh, what's the word? His vocals are dropped down, okay. like they're slowed down. Ah, oh, I see. But I think it works pretty well. I think it's quite effective. So overall, very happy with this one. Mm. So anything else? Nope. Good. So I'm gonna go a four out of five on this one. Okay. What are you saying? Uh, the uh, the boom 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 ruining a couple of songs gives it brings it down to a four for me. I was going to go for a four point five originally. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a four. So. Yeah, I was thinking four and it, four point five, and it is a bit of a heavy four. But yeah, oh, it, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. so much the ad libs for me. No, but it's just some of those sort of more average songs tunes. Yeah, it just I just think. It's a little bit sort of 41 minutes. It does kind of run together a little bit. And then when you get to those songs that are not great, it's sort of like. So maybe it's one of those albums you'd come back for just for particular tracks, not the whole thing. See, to me, it's definitely an album album. But I mean, there are there are some but standout you, you tracks. You were saying how some of the sac- tracks sound good in isolation. They do, but I don't know if I would mm. just pop on Sean versus Flair. And Sean versus Flair has yeah. production by DJ Premier, which okay. is which is kind of awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. A bit too short, but that's the thing. It's like a two minute song, so it's like I don't know if I would just. I'm gonna get that, that <laughs> get that album. I'll listen <laughs> to two minutes ah, yeah, of yeah. Sean V Flair, but sure. but it does flow, doesn't it? It flows well. Oh, it really does. As a, and I think probably as background music, it would work great because oh, yeah. it's very thematically sort of similar. Yeah. Doesn't there's no abrupt changes. So good stuff. Indeed. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to listen to it again. So oh yes, yeah, it, it may end up going up. We'll see how it goes. Okay. All right. So should we get to our second review? Indeed. Sure. To mix sure. it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe mix up with something a bit mix different it up for the next hip hop album and. Uh, this is, uh, I already forgot. I already <laughs> forgot the name, Amber Lucid. Yes. With her album, Garden of Lucid. That's the one. Ooh, got it right. right. All right.
was that track called again? <laughs> Quando. Uh, Quando, wasn't it? Yeah. Second track on. I believe it's her second album. Is it? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack of interest and concern. <laughs> uh. <laughs> should I should I start so you can uh... By all means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know how I came across this artist. I think she was just on a list of um I think she was on like a the pitchforks like list of albums and I just was looking for something. They, they to, definitely reviewed it, right? Definitely yeah. looking for something to, to review really. And yeah. Obviously we had our hip hop artist, so I thought maybe we could try someone new or mm. newish. And uh, yeah, so this, um, I don't really know her background or anything, but I think she's like 19 or something. And yeah, I read Spanish that. or Mexican background or something. I guess so. So she's got a bit, bit of Spanish in her vocals. So that explains that. And uh, yeah, I guess, the, I mean, it's, I don't know, what do you describe this? R&B? No. Well, how do you describe this? I don't know. Pop. Just pop music. Just pop music to me. All right. And yeah, I guess it just uh I mean I, mean, I just I, flows I know, together yeah. as one sort of one piece of music, I guess, and uh it's a bit homogenous, like track to track's pretty much the same. And um yeah, there's nothing really distinctive about the style or the production or anything and maybe her voice sounds like a hundred other a hundred other singers, but there were mm. some some parts I liked, some parts I found kind of really kind of forgettable. Mm. But I know you're not a fan of her. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think, you know, the backing tracks are fine, but yeah. her, I, I really don't like her delivery. And I think she frequently feels like unrestrained and completely exaggerated. And her upper register is unbearable to me. Yeah. Like that, that hook there. I had to, t- I had to take my headphones off. I, ne- I noticed. I, I can't stand the sound of her voice. It's like a dentist's drill to me. <laughs> N- nails on a chalkboard for me. Really? So, and I, I just felt by the time I got to the fourth track, which might have been the best song, but I was completely bored by this album. Yeah. Every, like, her vocals just ruin every song for me anyway, but I, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't sit and listen to it objectively because of her voice. I just. Well, that's interesting. I mean, no, not, not to say. Either it's a right or wrong. It's just like I think sometimes voices can have a different effect on certain yeah. people. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't particularly like her voice, but I did find some parts were well, I don't know what's the word. Just uh, I thought she had good good moments, good good moments in her voice, but other times it was just like this is so forgettable. This is like a hundred other female singers. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't I, mean I from understand. like a technical standpoint obviously she has a lot of power yeah and yeah. and, and, and a, you know quite a, a vocal range as far as yeah yeah, yeah. I think you so. know the notes she can sing goes and everything but i just it was all uh, painful for me her voice unfortunately mm. and it meant even the songs that i might enjoy i couldn't enjoy once she started singing them so that was um that was just a bit of a bit of a strange one for me because you know when I, when you hear those like reverb guitars and everything i, I thought mm, here we go right. i i do think the first track is a garden i think yeah. the hook on that is like it made me think of like bollywood or the eurovision song contest or something it's just so lame and corny i really hated the chorus on that song 
but overall i think musically it's pretty nice yeah i just her her i don't know it's sort of like she's doing a broadway performance to me or something like she's singing opera but it doesn't fit it's a bit like that fit the music it's so overly characterized and i think her lower register is obviously way nicer but it's it's somehow I felt looking at Miley singing Wish You Were Here, like just putting way too much character into every line mm-hmm. delivery. Yeah. Like sometimes you less is more. You know. It's a it's an old saying, but it's it's true for a reason. You do not need to just be blasting out all this exaggerated character in every delivery and then yeah. those high pitched just cat Wails like a, like a squeal to you. Like a wail. It's like a wailing that I like a just horror movie scream or something. I would rather <laughs> listen to my daughter beg for help than listen to this girl sing another album. <laughs> That's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's that bad. It's unbearable for, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that fair. I don't know what it is either. I, it's it's a rare thing in my life to hear somebody whose voice gives me such a like violently negative reaction. Unfuckable. Hers did too. <laughs> Hers did too. In a very different way, obviously. Sure. But yeah, it's it's just late, late. So maybe we can have to give this two scores. One for the music, one for the vocals. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. But obviously you can't separate them because it's the music, isn't no. it? And if you're going to get a, like a mixing desk and separate it just for your just for your listening. If they were just instrumentals, yeah. I'd probably, I would yeah. like it more for sure. That's, that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Maybe it'd, it'd be a good album, like just as The trouble is, music. I couldn't find any information about this beyond that she was 19 yeah. and she's Hispanic and she's from New Jersey and it, making a big, 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 big deal about Spanish music, Hispanic music getting its due finally in America. Okay. And it's like, well, okay, well, who made all the music then? Did she? Because if she did at 19, that's great. But I have no idea who actually produced this album or performed the instrumentation on this album or anything. It's just explicitly about her. And it kind of reminded me of like Lorde or Ah. Billie Eilish, where it's just like this, obviously musically completely different. (laughs) But just this extreme over-exaggeration of the value of this music because they are teenagers. Uh, that's a good that's a fair point yeah like like oh it's the best album of the year like yeah. obviously speaking of Billy Eilish like what are you talking about it's not even in the top 200 yeah even if you like it I don't believe anyone could realistically and truthfully hand on heart say this is the best album of 2019 oh sure Sure. And I, I felt the same way about Lorde before, and I feel the same way about this. Obviously, she's not getting the same kind of hype as they are, but mm. it might. It might when it catches on. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Well, snail Mail would be a better example of a young artist. That's sure. certainly a better example for me. Except for her yeah, Instagram that, story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trunk performance. Well, Instagram. <laughs> one, on one hand, I want to say, stop drinking. On the other hand, I'm just hoping you were drunk. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. That's that right. was a pretty terrible rendition <laughs> of a usually very good song. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Should yeah. we give this a score? After you, sir. I think it's probably the best way to go about <laughs> this one. Well, 
I haven't actually given a score. I haven't thought about it yet, but hmm, I'm gonna go a pretty mediocre three for this. All right. Yeah. How about you? I'm going a fully justified one. <laughs> okay. One out of five. <laughs> and that one is explicitly for the guitar. Okay. Which was quite pleasant. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I will not be returning this one. I don't think you will be. No. I don't think you should. <laughs> no. For the, the sake of your ears. Yeah. I have to delete and that all, now. And all humanity. <laughs> <laughs> So that takes us to our third, okay, third main review. Yes, and this is the uh, collaboration. Oh yeah, with Serengeti and producer Kenny Seagal. Yep, Ajay. Ajay. That, of course, is uh, Romantic Paris, formerly known as Parisian Romance, which is probably a better name for the song. It is, isn't it? Um, not sure why that changed, but anyway, here so we are. who is this Serengeti guy? Serengeti is uh, obviously a rapper <laughs> from <laughs> Chicago. Sure. And... Um, I mean, for for people who do not listen to hip hop so much, Serengeti might be best known as the rapper in Sufjan Stevens' uh, Sisyphus project, which was formerly oh. known as S slash okay. S slash S. Um, he is obviously. I mean, he. I think he's most well known for his album Dennehy and yeah. the song about the actor Brian Dennehy. And his song Dennehy is kind of considered a Chicago anthem, like one of the greatest songs mm. in the history of Chicago. Wow. Like that, that song is considered. Okay. And um, he's he's been doing this character Kenny Davis, which I am familiar with, but there's so much stuff. I I guess I need to fill in a lot of gaps. And Kenny Davis is like the second half of this album, and uh, he's oh, kind yeah, of yeah. the the character he's been doing a lot. On previous albums, I see. I guess Kenny's that was wife a bit confusing died, and yeah, I mean, I, for for it, it's weird because Sounds the like first two different hip hop artists, yeah, like the first half of the album tells the story of Ajay, yeah, who's like an that. Indian like sneakerhead obsessed with like exclusive drops and streetwear collaborations, oh, okay. and he's in therapy and he's. Of like on the verge of losing his wife over uh, his obsession yeah. with like the, this hype beast culture, I and mean, basically the album is both parts of dealing with hype beast culture and 
it's I think it's it's must be bizarre for people who have no knowledge of that kind of thing or no interest in that kind of scene <laughs> or that kind of culture. Like for mm. me, it all makes total sense. Like obsession with products, like right? sneakers, sneakers and, and, and streetwear yeah. and and like the, the street cred the and designers all that and it, yeah. just I mean you know you spend a lot of money on that, can't you? Absolutely, like insane amounts. So of money. I mean, you're either a sneakerhead or you're not. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you certainly are. How many pairs of Nikes do you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole room of them over there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. I mean, for me, like I, I get all those references. Like fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, I yeah. guess. Um. The the stuff of the Kenny Davis part is all told exactly from Kenny's perspective, and it's like I know some of that story. I've listened to some of those albums, but it's still kind of confusing. I think so. Mm, okay. To go into it completely fresh is like a really weird thing. I think that's the impression I got that this is just like intelligent hip hop. I mean, I'm just like this. Just yeah. thinking these words like wow the flow and just the, i mean obviously i don't understand a lot of it because it's like you said this the culture i'm not so familiar yeah. with but it's pretty deep stuff it's super interesting very intellectual incredible storytelling mm. incredibly like well-defined characters and yeah like there there are definitely songs that are fairly abstract and off the wall but it I, I still think the agile section feels like kind of immediately accessible even yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you accept the conceit that there is a culture of people who will do anything for sneakers, especially <laughs> rare ones, sure, and that that can consume your life, then it's an easy enough story to follow. I think. Yeah. The Kenny Davis stuff makes me just made me feel like I need to go back through Serengeti's back catalog and start getting up to speed on what's going on with Kenny Davis. To be yeah. honest, but again, I mean. I don't know if you picked up on this, but going back to Virgil Abloh, who did the 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 cover art for the oh, yeah, West okay. Side Gun, yeah. there, the, the end of the uh, Ajay story is yeah. that he ordered these extremely expensive off-white Nike collaboration sneakers, and they were sent to the wrong house. Oh, and so he never got them, and then they were sent to Kenny's house, and Kenny becomes a oh, hype beast basically, okay. and. I mean, I would say like the references to Balenciaga over this album and the West Side Gun album, like the the Italian fashion brand Balenciaga. Yeah. If you you could make a drinking game out of every time you heard oh, somebody okay. say Balenciaga, yeah, yeah. and you would be fucking going Wasted, to hospital eh? tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so I had a lot of references. Yeah. In. I mean, I, I love that 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 song. I forget which song it is. Where in Ajay's section where he's in therapy. And he asks his therapist about the first time she saw the Balenciaga SS sneakers. Yeah. And she's like, starts talking about materialism. And he says, I wasn't listening because her chair was so boring or something. Like, oh my it's God. just, that's just his fault. When he's in Paris with his wife and he tries to buy somebody sneakers instead of having dinner with his wife, or yeah. they're at the airport and he takes 20 minutes to come out the bathroom because he's trying to find his gloves. Like, Wow, and he comes out and she's like, Why are you crying? Like, like he's just That's not some obsession not, it's right there. Such a like, really like perfectly mm. deep and well written, and, and it, it's so impressive lyrically. I mm. think I 
I mean, I obviously didn't pick up on all those things, but yeah. like overall, just really was an impressive listen. Yeah. I, I mean, I I really enjoyed this. I have to say. Um, how about that? Let's say the production stuff. Yeah. Is really, really I mean, well obviously done. Obviously, Kenny right? Seagal did mm. production. Easily one of the best producers around now. I think. Okay. He, last year he did the Hiding Places album with Billy Woods, which in hindsight would have probably ended up on my top 10 of that year. Yeah. If I'd listened to it then. <laughs> I think he's doing some amazing, unique work. And it, it's it's a lot of like, um, what's the word? Like in, like he's playing a lot of the instrumentation. He's playing the oh, is bass. That right? he's, oh, he's, he's doing the bass. He, okay. and, and some other stuff. Like it's not all just sound. There is, like, that was like l- live recorded drums in this, right? Yeah. I, did, I thought, yeah. yeah. So he, like, he's, he's hmm. creating like sort of like very, I think his production style is so unique, but hmm. I mean, it, it definitely has an underground sort of hip hop feel to it that, which is, it, it definitely reminded me of Apollo Brown a bit, but Apollo Brown is all samples and this is yeah. sort of more like unique, sort of original ideas, I guess, but. I loved all the the sort of um, the, the I guess the samples like kind of like a sort of jazz piano sound like a flute even I heard I think I had like a harpsichord on track the track don't wear the, that suit like a distorted kind of yeah. harpsichord sound it was really just just sublime in yeah, places yeah. really I'm just yeah. like wow is this the height of hip hop I mean like, I mean I I think like well produced hip hop without the the violence and the swearing and the, you know, the, the n-word here and there you know it's, it's kind of nice for me to hear that yeah i, I get you i i, I yeah. think it, it this kind of hip-hop takes me back to sort of like mm. the 90s where the early 2000s where there was such a distinction between mainstream rap and like what what we used to call backpack rap backpack because the kind mm. of kids that went to underground hip-hop shows always wore a backpack okay <laughs> i see so. <laughs> Did it have glasses and like, like teeth sticking kind of, out? Like, like a, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, like our yeah. friend Julian, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> he was he was a backpack he was okay. a backpacker like that. I can see. Like that. he he like he that's the kind of hip hop he likes. And, yeah. And I was always kind of in between that, like yeah, loving yeah. both of them in mm. different ways. But I know like most mainstream rap fans or or people who love gangster rap or whatever in the name, mm. like they were not interested in this. Yeah. Like this was considered soft, I uh, guess. Like, like, like factory. Uh, not, that's not the word. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just la- lame, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the kind of words they would use. Yeah. Then, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, a- exactly. And, and that's, that's what it was. And, and that's why like Ice Cube and Common ended up getting into a beef and like oh, Common sure. like wrecked him, which is not many people can say they wrecked Ice Cube. But yeah. But that's what Pat Common was representing. That's sort of like they called it conscious hip hop, where you're actually thinking about that's, something. That's that's the uh, word. Like and, yeah, and I just think that's and Common like, had that song. Yeah. One one of my favorite songs of all time is called yeah. "I Used to Love Her," where Common uses hip hop as, as like he uses like a woman for a metaphor for hip hop. How when he was a kid, she was this fun thing that they hung out, oh, they loved, okay. and just want to have fun. And then when they got older, she started getting intelligent. And talking about Africa and like a tribe called Quest, that kind of thing, like sort of talking about making yourself a better person. And then the '90s, she moved to LA and became like a gangster and a drug dealer and a okay. piece of garbage. 
and like how how it was still cool but it never felt the same way yeah and like those guys got super offended by that song yeah and but that song is one of the greatest songs ever and this kind of reminds me of that like common now is like useless compared to those days but this level of storytelling and these ideas and concepts and just like you said it's not about <laughs> cooking cocaine <laughs> it's not it's about no shooting anyone no drive-bys or anything it's it it's really well-defined storytelling with intricate details you could make this into a tv show like mm. like, like this could be like this it's like a, an audio like an oral storyboard. Storybook. Ah, oh, okay. Sure. Like a storyboard, storyboarding a TV show or a movie or something. You you could yeah. use this as a guide for how to write the script how around. Do, how would you even go about writing this music? Right? That's what gets I mean, me. that, that's that's an you amazing just, like, write thing. Write it for all me. Up, compose it like a book first or something. I guess you know? so. That's pretty incredible, really. Yeah. But Damn. I think it's super well man. Like yeah, the production is a plus. Mm like oh, yeah. this it's you know we've got so i mean there there's good production and like and I, i'm not gonna share like like metro booming or any of those guys they're doing great stuff but just to hear somebody take it this direction this level of intricacy and how you mm. know like we were, i was listening to the little uzi vert review we did the other day <laughs> as i put up a video on our new youtube oh, channel yeah, yeah. oh yeah please uh yeah follow that everyone. yeah please look up midnight check waves out. on youtube check that out yeah. like and subscribe um and you know we were just sort of making fun of how every like three quarters of songs were about pussy or licking pussy or flicking pussies like he's never had it before like <laughs> it's even if you love his music it's like you can't be getting anything out of it that's right whereas this it was like for the f and i will say this album is the first album in a couple of years yeah. where I was listening and I'd stop paying attention like I usually do and I would actually go back I did the same and start thing I did the same thing because I don't want to miss the story yeah, exactly. like I need to know what's happening yeah, and yeah, if yeah. I I felt like I, what's happening now like yeah. who's who's this Chinese guy <laughs> like what's happening that, that's and a, I went back three of, songs that's a sign of good storytelling yeah and I think like, I, I started trying to look up the lyrics but Ooh. they're not online anywhere yet and it was like okay now I have to actually use my brain you might have to listen maybe start <laughs> writing this down as well I mean it's so good you could actually like, think I'm gonna actually fucking write this stuff down because I like it this much yeah I I'll mean it out. I mean I, I'm sure it'll end up on Genius yeah, I saw some bad we could yeah. pop it on ourselves couldn't we it, it, it reminded me of that, that, that like Simpsons where the TV stops working. Homer says, "Like, do something soon. I'm starting to think here. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what yeah. it was like. Yeah. It was like, oh my That's god, funny. I have to start thinking. Wait, I have a brain again. Do I? <laughs> yeah. I have a bra oh, fuck, I have a brain up there. Okay, it's better like, better use it. Then. It's like, don't you just mean I'm gonna lick her pussy? I'm gonna flick her pussy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot some people. <laughs> I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flops. <laughs> I just took a piss." And that's the encoding coming out. That's a actual future song. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I you and I love like, future. Actually, I do. That's I the, you're rhyming that's, on the ball there. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, the, 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 <laughs> that's the Jekyll and Hyde of my hip hop love. That I can love future just as much as I can love this. But yeah. but I I would love to hear everyone be a little bit more like this and a little bit less like that yeah yeah i yeah i have to agree with that yeah i mean i do like hearing both styles or both sort of extremes i guess but 
this was a intellectual awakening it actually is mm. and it, it's you know when i think when i was a kid and my stupid dad and my friend's stupid dad's but they're just talking what are you listening to that for that doesn't have any talent they're just talking oh, jesus Christ. and it's like and in those days it was like tribe called quest and like yeah. <laughs> like ice cube and right, like right, right. like i said like common like dayla so it's like well why do you do it why do you just talk over some beats? Let's see how it comes out, Dad. <laughs> but, like, this is such a perfect example. I was trying to picture how Dad would say that, but <laughs> yeah. it would be pretty bad. I was doing my DIY in the garden. Well, my name <laughs> is <laughs> Dad, and I'm here to say. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. What's that one? That was like the Jesus Christ one. Anyway, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> kind of like that, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, this is this a is perfect awesome. example of what the art of hip-hop can be. I Beyond have, the genre of music, yeah, this yeah. this is like some art. I would have to say that I did prefer the first half, just because the absolutely his voice mostly. But yeah, the the the, the, the character the, voice the character doesn't. Voice. I think if you're into that, you can probably like feel it mm. more. But I I loved I, the first half yeah. of this so much, and I did think it was someone else on the second because I didn't actually know the background to yeah, this album. I, mean, and I was like, who's this guy? Suddenly, yeah, it was the first rapper. Yeah. Like, come on, bring him back again. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, awesome I'm kind of gushing here, but yeah, well, I think we can gush when it's when it's due. Yeah, when something deserves it. Um, so yeah, so I, I love that song we heard there, uh, "Romantic Paris." I love Ajay Finale. I think that is uh, such a great song, probably the best song on the album. I think. Yeah, actually, one of one of the songs I really liked from the second half was "Exhausted." I think the beat the beat there is so good. Oh yeah, okay. I'd have to listen again. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. But um, mm. good stuff. Very, very. Very good. So, um, shall I do the honors? Do the honors? <laughs> I'm gonna go 4.5 on this one. Damn it, me too. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say five, so I could say a different, different score. And the <laughs> second half is still a bit of. <laughs> that's the thing. So that's the only reason I'm not giving it a five. Yeah. Actually, I still really liked it, yeah. but it is a little bit long, to be honest. It is like, 16 tracks. Was yeah, that it? it's quite I'm a sure lot. The actual length of the album, but. Yes, uh, like time wise. 16 songs, 40, 44, oh, 44 minutes. minutes, but it feels like 60. Yeah, I mean, it's it, second it definitely feels a little, mm. a little lengthy. Intermission, which is quite interesting in itself. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But, I mean, I'll, I think I'll have, to, I'll have to buy this one. If you can, it might only be on Bandcamp. Oh, That's the word. Oh, for God's sake. Um, obviously, by all means, support artists on Bandcamp. Oh, I but, have bought a few things. But, here. Um, I, I mean, I do, but like, you, you won't be doing that. We're physical collectors. I'm paying we? for streaming, so you know. That's right. Uh, if I can get a, a physical copy, I will definitely get a physical copy of this. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I actually yeah. really like the, the hand drawn artwork. I do the, too. With the, uh, it's very cool. The off white Air Force. I assume that's the, the guys, right? I, I guess Two on guys. the right is Ajay. Okay. And on the left is uh, oh, Kenny. Uh, what's his name? Kenny. <sighs> Nope. Kenny Loggins no not Kenny Loggins that's cool I would love if uh, <laughs> yeah. Serengeti here could do a whole concept album in, in character as Kenny Loggins amazing <laughs> he probably could he's that talented I'm sure he could yeah. uh, you got the the off-white Air Force one there as by the way by Virgil Abloh 
Would you recommend any other Serengeti projects? Or oh, absolutely. I mean, just maybe for our listeners. Or yeah, I mean, for I, me too. But yeah, if I you mean, happen to know, I, I, I think the um, the Dennis Six E album is is really really good. Yeah, the Dennehy album I mentioned before is great. And uh, yeah, that that Sisyphus album he did with Sufjan Stevens is is not great, but it's definitely worth a listen. Okay, it, it's definitely a, a, an interesting idea. So I mean, there's there's more obviously. There's there's definitely more stuff, but there's oh, loads of stuff on Apple Music. Wow. And and like hmm. I said, with um, Kenny Segal, the uh, the album he did last yeah. year with Billy Woods called Hiding Places is really really good okay so I check will, all I those, check out. those out yeah yeah thank you all right Great. so oh that was well, a pretty well, solid week in the end hey music wise yeah, pretty good were we gonna have a little listen to a single well there are a couple of singles we could check out i guess we got earl sweatshirt <laughs> well, should we at least give that a, a proper poking <laughs> All right, <laughs> I haven't actually heard it yet. All so. right, let's let's do it. Cool. This is uh, this is Earl Sweatshirt, uh, one of our previous reviews. Earl, Earl Sweatshirt there, featuring Maxo and their new song "Whole World." You know, he's a, he's a great lyricist. He's certainly one of the better yeah. lyricists, especially for his level of fame or recognition. But bit of a bit of a dirge that one. Eh? Yeah, it's a bit, bit of depressed. a droning. It's a, I think if I was in a really song. terrible mood, that would yeah, probably be I think great. That would though. Be pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, yeah, thinking about also what we just reviewed as well, it's a bit of a step down for me. Yeah, I mean, it's well, he can't compare stuff like that the whole time obviously because then everything would just be compared to one particularly good piece of music everything would be shit so well, as that's a stand, true. well in a way but like as a as it stands yeah lyrically it's nice but it's just depressing <laughs> yeah I, I, I like it but it's it's not like it's not really doing anything that Damn. Earl hasn't done before so sure alright uh, I guess we have one more single that's uh, James Blake Oh sure, yeah. Which I haven't listened to. Good, cool. <laughs> so this is all fresh then. There we go. And this mm. is James Blake with his new song, You Are Too Precious. Sounds kinda stupid, but <laughs> let's see. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how it goes. 
Sing properly from the beginning, from the get-go. That's one. That's my first thing about this first complaint. It, it does feel a bit like a fake Bonnie Ver thing that mm. doesn't have any of the elements that make Bonnie Ver great. That's. I think that's a very good analysis yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, they've worked on things together, haven't they? I believe so. And, and James Blake's done a lot of stuff with other artists. But... He was on somebody else's album last year, was he? James yeah. Blake, but... Yeah, yeah, like some was. sort of big hip hop album or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. I would, yeah, I can't remember, but there was. Yeah. Was he on Kanye's album? He was, was he on, on Jesus. Album? He was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, uh, bit of a dud there, James. Try, yeah. try again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Let's that. <laughs> scrape that one in the trash and uh, start cooking the meal again. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> that. That uh, that song or that recipe stuck to the frying pan. It's <laughs> yeah. all black and needs to be scraped. Started watching YouTube. You got a phone call. You forgot about it and came back. It was ruined. <laughs> yeah. Time to start over. <laughs> yeah. I this this the thing with James Blake is like he's so talented. Obviously, absolutely. He, uh, he's a great singer. He can play piano. He can do anything on piano. I've watched his Instagram live things and they're quite impressive, really. Yeah. But it's like just write some better music. <laughs> yeah. You'd probably work better as a producer with somebody who's a yep. better songwriter. I, I think, think so. Yeah. I think so. He needs some. He needs someone to kick him in the ass. So that's not that's not working. Do, do it like this. So okay, mate. Sure, mate. Thanks. <laughs> He'll just sort it out. Again, it's kind of the the era of just doing whatever you want. Right? That's, and, yeah, that's and right. And people, you know, he's popular. He is. Yeah. He gets plenty of publicity. That's he right. works with a lot of really famous people. People yeah. like him, so he's doing. There's no reason to change what he's doing, right? But yeah. to me, it's like even 20 years ago, if you were like, oh, here's my new song record label, they'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do that like, again. Go away and come back again <laughs> when you have a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah. We're not going to put that out. We're not going to spend any money promoting that or that's marketing right. it or printing that out. And that's also, once you've got the fan base, you can just put, put anything out and people are going to love yeah, it. That's it. Cause, because you are who you are. You're famous. And I mean... You have fans. That is a weird thing of mm. this era where I think where as soon as you have a fan base, people just decide you're amazing, whatever you do. Pearl Jam, good example. That's a good example, yeah. <laughs> That's right, though, right? So back to the, the drawing board. Back to the old drawing board. <laughs> Let's delete all those files. And, and also that hand clap thing. Oh, that was bad. Oh, shit. I like go again? 
I, I, I was like weirdly offbeat a few times yeah, as well. Yeah. It's like let's let's just not even do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's like shall I, shall I message him? See if he <laughs> yeah, responds. Maybe we should. Uh, James, my tweet good friend. Him. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we respect you and appreciate your music, could you just like not do that hand clap anymore and let's sing properly? You know, it's it's sometimes yeah. you get just. I don't know. It, it's weird to think like how people can have those bad ideas sometimes. I think mm. if, is it just they're trying to make something unique or original for original sake? I mean, I kind of get that. I guess so. They want to do something no one's heard before. I suppose so. They're not thinking about actually how it sounds, the melodies, the harmonies, or whatever. And mm. That's the problem, right? With something I, like this song. I mean, the song as a whole. Yeah, I just mm. feel like that sound, that the hand clap element is just mm. so needless. Yeah, it and is. And so, like, negative on the song overall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's like, I don't know, what's a great song? Of his? Any oh, song, anything. Just give me a great just song. Just a song. Oh, Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing. Okay. So <laughs> let's say, let's say throughout the whole of Don't Stop Believing, there was just somebody farting every five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Just like, she was a small town girl <laughs> living in a lonely world. <laughs> that was the whole song. It would really ruin the song. So you're saying that's the same as this? It's basically the same <laughs> okay. level of needless ruining Yeah. to me. Yeah, I, if you just took that out, better song. It would be. I, would, I agree. And... I, I I just think sometimes you have to think a little bit. Yeah. Was this better with or without? Like that new Bonnie Vera song we did last week, that big pounding like bass drum comes in. Better with. Great. Yeah, definitely. Great idea. Or maybe that's how like James Beck is not actually getting any feedback. He's not talking to people about that's, how it sounds. That's what I think a big part or of Bonnie it Bear is. Obviously is. Working with tons people, of people. Working with tons James of people. James probably sitting in his bedroom still. Yeah. <laughs> in his giant mansion. <laughs> his pajamas. <laughs> yeah. PJs, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's, I think yeah. it's very important. Yeah. Especially when you're making that kind of music where you're like layering and sampling and all that stuff. But on the other hand, I do understand why people might, artists might be doing this right now with the situation to stay home and all that shit. I mean, it, I kind of get it. I just want to put something out for their oh, fans. By all means. Right. But without the hand clap, would be better. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just get rid of those claps. Yeah, I mean, is it like a fake hand clap? Is it did sound yeah. fake. Good lord! Use a tool or something. At least sample your own hand claps. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Did you hear that? James something organic. Skin. Yeah, skin on How skin. Does <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the James Blake hand clap. Yeah. Oh, we can hear his his uh Callous Englishness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ew! <laughs> it's like, all right, governor. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better. Especially <laughs> added that to it. Governor. Governor. These are Mother Brown. <laughs> My old demands a dustman. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, we're just going steadily insane with yeah. this uh, quarantine that's coronavirus right. type yeah. lifestyle, I, I think guess. It is. I think that's it. So, yeah. anyway, as much as I'd love to just. I'm sure nobody's listening anymore now. <laughs> so, you're all fucking idiots. What's up, shit dicks? If you disagree, please email us. <laughs> shit dicks. <laughs> That's one of the greatest insults of all time. Every rap song should have shit dicks in it. 
<laughs> rather than the N word or whatever else is in it. Shit, yeah. It is quite offensive. It is. Anyway, yeah. um, only kidding there, the everyone. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, we're just going insane, so. Slo- slowly insane. So, as long as you're still here and not deeply offended and never going to listen ever again, then please continue to like and rate and yes. subscribe on iTunes and all those other places. Find us at midnightwaves.podbean.com and like and subscribe there. Instagram, midnightwavespod. Uh, Twitter, midnightwavescj. Oh, th- shout out to a, a couple of new listeners. Uh, one uh, who lives in Japan, maybe. Ooh. Actually, two, two uh, foreign types. Thank you very two much. Foreign for... types. Well. I don't want to say names, you know, all that stuff. But thank you for okay. joining the Midnight Ways Army. Indeed, thank you. Yes, please keep listening, or at least playing it with the volume off in the background, Indeed. so we get those hits. And of course, check us out on YouTube now. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's really no point if you listen to the podcast because it's just clips of the <laughs> clips. Of but that's wow look at clips that. of the reviews but you know it's so slowly uh slowly but steadily increasing building up there listen counts there yeah or well, view counts sorry there you go the video not a bad couple of days there cool and uh yeah and as always of course you can write to us directly at midnight waves podcast at gmail.com mm, yes we you know Maybe next week, yeah. as we have all this time, we should start rooting through some of this listener feedback. I think that's a very good idea. Yeah, I think we should do that next week. With you guys. and um, Keep asking for this feedback and not actually replying or acknowledging yes, any of it. we apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so. We've been extremely busy. Yes. And how about, how about next week we do our shit can feature? We're going to shit can something uh, next week? Billy... Billy Eilish. I think Billy Eilish is... is is due for that shit canning. Yes. <laughs> Long awaited. Long awaited. Yes. Overdue. <laughs> shit canning of Billie Eilish. And, well, you know, whatever new stuff is out, I guess we'll yep. figure that out too. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. Indeed. Wash your hands. Don't inject bleach. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that shit. Don't Donald drink Donald Lysol. Trump. Yeah, that's right. Just stay home. Just stay the fuck home. Develop a sense of sarcasm and irony. Yes. (laughs) And think first. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Hopefully. Thank you. Bye-bye. Straight from a page of your favorite author And the weather's so breezy Man, why can't life always be this easy? She in the mirror dancing so sleazy I get a call like, where are you, Yeezy? 
try to hit you with the old wacky Till I got flashed by the paparazzi Damn, these niggas got me I hate these niggas more As than I not call, I know you love to show off But I never thought that you would take it this far What do I know? a while sweetheart we hardly talk i was doing my thing i know what was fair baby hey baby lately you've been all on my brain and if somebody would have told me a month ago front and oh yo i wouldn't want to know if somebody would have told me a year ago it'd go get this difficult feeling like katrina with no fema like martin with no gina Like a flight with no visa First class with the seat back I still see ya In my past You on the other side of the glass Of my memories museum I'm just saying Hey Mona Lisa Come home You know you can't roam As without I recall, Caesar I I know you love the show